Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. This is it. No more screwing around. The time for talk is over. Actually, it's just beginning again. Anew. In a couple of days, the time for talk will be over. There's going to be a lot of talk between now and then. But this is the most important talk when it comes to the time for talk being over, because this is the official six rings and football things preview of week one of the 2023 season. The birds, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles defending NFC champions powered by their amazing offense, their potential MVP QB, just a few plays away, a couple plays short of a Super Bowl championship, but denied by the Kansas City Chiefs, thankfully. Coming to town, three-and-a-half-point favorites against your New England Patriots, who start, as we've called it, one of the more intriguing, one of the more potentially compelling, one of the more fascinating seasons in recent Foxborough football history. Andy, so many questions that we have asked, that we have covered, that still continue to rear their head as we are just days away from kickoff with great anticipation for this season. Does Bill still have it? Is this the season they turned it around? Has Mac rediscovered it after a downtrodden 2022? Can Billy O be the straw that comes in and fixes and then stirs the drink? Did they do enough in the offseason? Will they feel the losses? Are the rookies good enough to carry this squad? And can they make it back to the thing that Robert Kraft has coveted, desired, and called them out on so many times? Playoffs? Once again, just a couple days from kickoff, how are you feeling in the weekend lead up to the game? Not good. Right. And uh, it just came to me, just came to me. I've been the um, spokesman of hope for much of the summer that you should have hope. You should be hopeful of your new season and your new team. And um, it just came to me. Other than the location of this game, where would you say the Patriots have the advantage? Okay, the Eagles have a really good place kicker who's a veteran. Uh, I think I'm there. Punting doesn't matter. Special teams, maybe, like in terms of coverage. Uh, the Eagles have pretty good corners. Mm. They have pretty good safeties. Mm. They have a much better, they have a really good pass rush. Mm. Their offensive line might be the best in football. Mm. Their wide receivers are both potential pro bowlers. Mm. I think the Patriots have better running backs. There. Um, I think they have the I'll take Mondre and Zeke in the yeah. game. I'll take the combo the of Mondre and Zeke over Penny and Swift. Um, and Gainwell. Oh, right. And they have three. Oh, they have three running backs. That's right. I forgot. You're allowed to have more than two. So, um, and Boston I, Scott and Boston Scott, they actually have four. Yeah. Um, and I believe if I was looking at it, they do a weird thing with their depth chart where exactly. if 
there's a couple different spots where they just they don't have a first, a second, and a third. They just have slashes like Kenneth Gainwell slash DeAndre Swift slash. Um, so they look at those guys as a rotation, I think. But it just really did hit me. I don't. There's no one thing where I go. The Patriots are better at this than the Eagles, and this is what they're going to hang their hat on. And I know that's a negative way to start off a game preview podcast, but the reality is Sports Illustrated, old friend Andrew Brandt, um, mm-hmm. very active mm-hmm. on social media. People know him, used to work with the Packers, but interesting guy. Um, in their uh, season preview post, his bold prediction, in which in the middle of it, he said he doesn't even think it's a bold prediction, the Eagles to go undefeated. And I don't just mean in the regular season. He means straight on through the bowl. Uh, so I guess that's now 20 and O you would go 20 and O that's how good he thinks the Eagles are. And then he backed it up with, and I wasn't really, they went 14 and one with Jalen hurts under center last year. Mm -hmm. So they were a one loss team with their MVP caliber quarterback who Belichick acknowledged with great fanfare this week. When someone tried to say, Hey, you got Malik Cunningham. Can he prepare you for Jalen hurts? And he kind of laughed and said, well, no disrespect, but Malik Cunningham is what he is. He's got some skills. Jalen Hurts was one of the best players in football last year, two or three best players in football. So there's no shame in not measuring up to the Eagles. The reality is they've done a really good job building their team. They've gotten very fortunate with their franchise quarterback who also went to Alabama before Mm -hmm. they didn't want him at Alabama. And then he went to Oklahoma and now he's really good in the NFL and Took him a little. Took him a little while, though. I mean, it was yeah. not until his third year in the pros, and I had he, doubts. I doubted him. Didn't blossom. He exploded. Absolutely, and I give him credit. And that's the other thing. Um, not to take a pot shot at the new year for Mac Jones, who, as I noted to you on Twitter, is acknowledging uh, energy and effort and attitude. He's clearly a disciple of the Andy Hart youth coaching family. Mm-hmm. But. Even their quarterback, I think, is mentally tougher. No one's gone through more over the course of the last, whatever it is now, five years, six years. Jalen Hurts. I mean, you get removed from a national championship game. That's embarrassing. Like, what you have to do, come back. That, And now you're a star. Like, he has he has done it all. Even when you listen to him talk, he's a really likable dude. I don't think unflopped probably he's be the term. Composed. Yeah. Composed. Unfl- C-word. Yes, we do C-words here. So, composed is good. Unflappable if we use any U-words. Don't start to spell C and U because then we'll go down a road. We can't. Um, Don't do that. Um, Thanks once again to our sponsor, FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel's doing okay with us. And by the way, FanDuel.com slash six rings for your bonus offer when you sign up. $150 in bonus bets. Can't spell FanDuel without a U. You people, you got to do it. Take the Andy Hart approach. Uh, Can't spell it without an L, too. Ow. And you can't spell it without fan, which is what I am. And that's why no w I, have, in there. I can't help but what. No, there's not. But I can't help but wonder, uh, you know, is any way that any of us talk ourselves into this being a close game, a competitive game, a shocker, a spoiler? Is that all just based on the passion and blind faith that comes with being a fan? Like, is there are we literally just basing this on a, a belief in Bill O'Brien? a belief in Bill Belichick, a hope for Mac Jones, and then a, 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 a prayer that all of the good vibes that come from Tom Brady day, instead of, as you pointed out earlier, make Mac Jones feel a uh, diminutive and emasculated. Do these possibly carry over 
to Mac Jones, from Brady to Mac Jones and the team, and all that good energy leads to a a surprise where the 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 underdog basically catches the champ on the chin with a lucky one, and they escape with a win. Faith is believing in something you can't touch, you can't see, right? That's faith, mm -hmm. and that's where this is coming from. Now, I would argue that the Foxborough faithful could be on the precipice of becoming a problem on Sunday with Tom Brady in the building. I've told you this. I, I think it's concerning. Like, if Mac goes three and out, three and out, I think there will be – let me rephrase that. I don't know if there will be. I'm going to ask our listeners to lead the way – don't be part of the problem on Sunday. If Mac is struggling, if the offense is struggling, don't start Brady chance in the second quarter when Mac is trying to get his feet under him and when Bill mm -hmm. O'Brien is trying to put a drive together and Kendrick Bourne is trying to get open because you're not helping. If you chant Brady, you are not helping. You are hurting, just like I think you were a, a negative factor last year with your little zappy chance. So if you want to chant something, chant Patriots, chant, Mac, chant, chant something supportive. A little let's go, believe, Mac. When let's go, Pat. When did you become this guy? My tree God. hugging hippie. Like, what oh am my I God. Doing Just here? the same way that we're hoping this sort of like energy osmosis carries from Brady, the new lighthouse, the TV, the fans, and the stands over to Mac and the team. It's like spending enough time around me has now poisoned you with positivity. No, like, but in all seriousness, if they chant Brady in the second quarter when Mac is struggling, that's bad. That is a bad step toward where this season is going, where this exactly. kid is going. The bandwagon cheering last year on that infamous Monday night of Zappy, Zappy, was disgusting. I mean, the guy had just taken you to the playoffs. It was terrible. It was shit. I mean, now, granted, everyone was treated to a mini show, and there were the two quick touchdowns, and all of a sudden it was like, hey, I think this is a real thing. This kid's a movement. Mac never should have been in there in the first place. We all understand. They should have started him on the road, rested him another week. Belichick mishandled that terribly. Now. Here we are. Max back under center. It's Brady day. All the Brady, Brady, Brady chants you want, the clapping, the crying, all the emotions and everything beforehand. That's fine. That's good. It's supposed to be cathartic. It's supposed to be yep. emotional. This is supposed to be a big deal. Once the game starts, don't do it. I'm with you. Don't like until halftime. Then you can do it again at halftime when he's on the well, field. Exactly. He'll be on the field or Wait wherever he Mac. is. Say, watch Mac, watch Mac go down the tunnel, watch the door close, give it like another three count so he gets up the tunnel, so he's out of earshot, and then you can start chanting Brady again at halftime. Exactly. And then uh, after I just that. I looked at something. Yeah. Um, did you know it's going to be uh, rainy thunderstorms? Uh, not a nice day on Sunday. Yeah, the weather a couple of days ago looked tremendous. And then all of a sudden, over the past 48 hours, there has been a significant meteorological pivot. Now, I know the whole thing with those Tom Brady hype videos, Andy, years ago used to be like, I am the river. I am the storm. Did it literally have to follow him to town one last time? To be fair, I think he was the storm when he got his ass kicked by the Titans, but we, we won't go back on that. I don't know which one was which. Sometimes he was the tiger. Sometimes he was a storm. Sometimes he was the river. I, I don't know. I, I, got, I, I lost track, and it's been a while since. He did, but, too, because they got yeah. repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just bad was, weather in play. Who does is this that, favor? That's what I was bringing. Could could we could we spin that in a pro Patriots direction as we look for advantageous areas mm. for New England? I can't. Nope, I can't either. I was just trying to think because the Eagles are a really good power running team. Yes, and the Eagles the, can do it all. Yeah, they can. They really. That can. is what is so alarming. Okay, so let's get into this a little bit. All right. What are you? What if if. So Steve Belichick used a funny term the other day. He said he's a problem for Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. And I liked that. Um, if you were listing problems for the Patriots on Sunday, where would you start with the top 
problem. The top Why am problem. I saying problem weird. Uh, on offense or defense? You want to stay on Any Philadelphia's problem offense? you want? Okay, it's it's a tie, Ooh. and it's two really huge problems that are both vying for the top spot, like right, like pressing up against each other, like wrestling like brothers to be first in line in front of the ice cream man truck. It is containing the Eagles' pass rush, along with containing the ability to rush of Jalen Hurts. E, it's bad. And yeah. you know what that leads me to? Certainly the first one. You know how Bellet. So I obviously, we'll get to the prediction later. I obviously don't think the Patriots are going to win. But not only do I, I not, I've heard. there's going to be a lot of negatives here, so bear with me. It's appropriate. It's on brand for me. Um, so not only do I not believe the Patriots can win on Sunday, mm -hmm. I'm dubious that they can not lose. You know, the old Belichickian, before you can win, you have to not lose. Yep. The offensive line and the cornerback position, I'm not sure are ready to not lose. Even today, we got a little hamstring issue with Jack Jones not on the field, which I'd also um, like to know, is that real or fake? But yeah, Quick question for a uh, first time, long time. Uh, Fitzy, they call, some people call me Nick. Uh, do we think that that is a, one of those, like, did he pull his hamstring jumping for joy when he found out he only got community service and probation? Uh, did Belichick tell him, like, I have a hamstring now because we, we got we're going to like try to put you aside for a few days to avoid the optics. Like this feels Foxborough fluish to me. Yes, it does. I don't know the end game. If is it, if it was to avoid the locker room, avoid the media, avoid any of that. I don't know if it's, could he not play against the Eagles with a hamstring and not be suspended, but it's kind of a way for him to miss a game. And they kind of internally use that as this. I have no idea. It's, it smells funny. Fitzgerald, your mm -hmm. nose, is mm -hmm. working quite well. Mm -hmm. It smells funny, mm -hmm. but that only adds to my concern. Even if Jack Jones is out there with Christian Gonzalez and Jonathan Jones, I don't know how well they match up with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't know that they can do the job. So your thing, the offensive line protecting against pass rush, the two houses old cards that I've been talking about all year, feel You're like they are teetering, teetering. It's like a Jenga, and they're about to just... Yeah, I mean, how about this? Christian Gonzalez, you're fired up. You did get drafted in the first round. Maybe you went a little bit later than you thought. And now you're playing for the New England Patriots. And your first assignment as a rookie in the NFL is to go deal with one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL who will forever be pissed that he's not playing for your team because he grew up the biggest fan of the New England Patriots. I mean, A.J. Brown, that's your first draw? Holy smokes. That's no bueno. Of, that's a lot of smoke. You know who else is pretty good? Devontae Smith. That's mm -hmm. the scary part. They have the big play, big, strong guy in A.J. Brown, and then they have the death by a thousand cuts if you want Devontae Smith to just have nine catches for 97 yards. Oh, Andy, hold on. There's someone at the door. Let me get it. Oh, it's Dallas Goddard, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I forgot that he was coming, too. So, And the good news is um, you don't have to worry about preparing. You know how sometimes you do these podcasts we record and we're worried that the injury updates are not. Uh, see, the Eagles have no injuries, so there's nothing to update. They are perfectly healthy meanwhile the patriots have injuries at cornerback have injuries across the offensive line but i'm sure it'll be fine nothing to see here nothing move along to see here move along enjoy the ceremony on sunday everybody hey and, and while you're hey, at I'm it, get, ready here get, yeah, get a photo of the goat up there by the lighthouse in the fancy new tv think he's right. flying in on delta hey oh um i do not think he is <laughs> probably i'm guessing not I'm going to say the next time he does a consulting trip for delta on a delta plane will be the, fir the first actually, time <laughs> We used to be a Delta team, I think. 
So I, you were a Delta. Delta. No, hold on. Yeah. You were a Delta team before the two aircrafts. So he used to fly Delta when he went to games, not when he came back, because sometimes he wouldn't come back with the team. But well, different that's... story for a different day. Well, that's what happens when you're Tom Brady. Uh, all right. Yes, so Tom effing Brady. We've given we've given the Patriots no essential positional advantage over the Eagles, except maybe maybe at safety and perhaps having the best overall running back. Andy, for the Patriots to win Sunday. And no, it can't just be Poseidon being the MVP and the weather being the biggest factor. For the New England Patriots to win the game Sunday, what will be the story Monday morning or Sunday night as we do the Six Rings postgame show? Patriots win thanks to... Jalen Hurts, gut hurts. <laughs> now, I, like, I, I don't... Talk I mean, turnover crossover. Okay. He should be re the rental car guy. Okay. Yeah, give ahead. me this. Okay. So maybe they haven't there. Um, Cadillac brought this up. He wasn't sure the exact stat, but this idea that the Eagles didn't play anybody. Could they be rusty? They're mm -hmm. not really in game form, regular season form. Cadillac said he, there was some numbers being bandied about in the media room at Gillette. T the last couple of years, teams that don't play anybody in the preseason are like three and eight on opening day or something. It's a pretty, Pretty bad record. Mike Tomlin so, would Mike Tomlin just liked your quote. Right. So maybe that's something. Um, maybe the the altered coaching staff of the mm -hmm. Eagles. Now the Patriots have an altered coaching staff too. And you know, I think both head coaches are pretty good head coach. Nick Sirianni, I could not have been more wrong on. I thought that guy was a clown when he arrived. He's a pretty good coach. He he does a good job it, with them. It's it's like it's like any TV show that you can remember where you saw the first episode and you thought, God, this show sucks. Yeah. And then by episode three or four, you're like, Whoa, was I wrong on this show? Or I'm I'm famous for doing that with songs. I'll hear a song and I'll be like, This song sucks. And then like a week later, after I've heard it three more times, I'm kind of bouncing along in the car, just singing it, and I'm like, Oh. Oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't suck. I kind of like this song. Yeah, this is pretty um, cool. But Nick Sirianni's a good coach, so Bill Belichick's a good coach. Uh, I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. Like, there's coaching changes, but I think there's reason to have confidence in the coaching changes. I just – turnovers. If the Patriots can make big plays, which they're capable of, mm -hmm. Matthew Judon, Dietrich Wise, these guys that have been getting to Mac in practices and not being allowed to hit him, they'll be allowed to hit Jalen Hurts. They can hit the football. They can make plays. Jack Jones, if he's out there, who knows? Jack Jones, Christian Gonzalez, make plays on the ball. Dallas Goddard, okay, I'm going to need Jabril Peppers to put a helmet right in his rib cage, and the ball pops out after he catches it. Like, those are the game changes you can never predict. And do I – because I, I also think those could happen against the Patriots. So, I mean, you can't mm -hmm. just count on them. But I, I don't see – you know the old, if both teams play well – I think the Eagles win by two touchdowns. If both teams play well, the Eagles are the more talented team. That's that's just a fact, right? We don't even have to debate that. They're a more talented team. But we still haven't seen uh, – we believe they to, them to be a much more talented team, yet we still have not seen these Patriots, save for just a little snippet, a little glance, a sneak preview in the Green Bay game. And it was touchdown – and a drive beset by penalty. And then, of course, Mac Jones getting collapsed like a card table thanks to a, a pass rush. But Andrew Stuber was also in at left tackle, not Trent Brown at that time. So now you have Calvin Anderson who hasn't done anything all Now summer. he's over he's at right tackle. Big Trent is over on left. We'll no, see. Maybe because Trent Brown was limited in practice the other day. Mike Reese alluded to it being heat related. Mike Onwenu, limited in practice. Cole Strange, limited in practice. The Eagles can pressure you up the middle. The Eagles can pressure you on the edges. And the good news is, 
Patriots are weak in all those areas right now. Their pass rush was already legendary last year. They lose one of the key cogs to that pass rush to the 49ers, who already had one of the best pass rushes. So now they may have the greatest in history. And oh, but to be somebody who just were to get 1% of the money that Nick Bosa just got guaranteed for being an absolute brohemoth off the end. Be that as it may, and I digress. Now you put in Jalen Carter, who also played just a snippet of the preseason, and he was an absolute monster. Hmm. The Pats are going to have their handful in every aspect Sunday. And they and have yet, Jordan Davis, too. He hasn't been as good, but he's still pretty damn good. Well, but what's what was I told last year that are bad matchups for Cole Strange? Like, big athletic guys. Big, right? powerful defensive linemen. Both of those guys fulfill that, correct? Uh, sort of, yes, definitely, absolutely. Don't forget about Cox. Don't Fletcher forget about Cox. Fletcher Reddick. Cox, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I don't mean to be overly negative. Hassan but in, Reddick. In all honesty... The last time I felt like this, I've, I've been wrong about this before, Okay, but the last time I felt this um, lopsided in analysis, I struggled to like look for matchups that were maybe counter to the general narrative mm-hmm. was the Patriots-Bills playoff game. I said it to Mutt on the air. I've never felt so certain that the Patriots didn't measure up as I did that day. And oh, and then, and then no, and then I was on that Saturday with you a couple hours before the game. It was you, me, and Mego, and I was trying to get all pumped and jacked and fired up. And then you were just like, oh, this is going to be an ass whooping tonight. I was like this. No, stop it. And then it was. And I was like, damn it. Art was right again. So I hope I'm wrong because I do have desires for this to be a fun game. I have desires to be surprised. I have desires to build some momentum heading toward week two. Even if it's I joked about this with a, a new offshoot Six Rings podcast recorded this week with our buddy Mike Cadlick. Cadlick's crucial clashes. We talked about some various matchups. Yep. You like it? Now, KCC, yeah. KCC. Even though it's three cut noises, let's just make mm-hmm. sure those those are C's because KCC. It could be yes. bad if it were other things. Yeah, it definitely could be bad. We would probably have to rebrand very quickly. Yeah, very um, quickly. but this is a matchup where I forgot what I was saying. Son uh, of a bitch. No, it's okay. About? You were talking about how none of the matchups favor the Patriots and all of the matchups, everything seems tilted towards the Eagles. Yeah, that's a good summary. It's it pretty it pretty much is. Uh, You're supposed I, to be saying I'm going to be no, way. but I'm going but because I can't tell you because again, even if I believe the Patriots receivers will be better than advertised, even if I believe the combination of Henry and Gasicki will be both a seam and red zone uh, tandem that will give the Patriots options on drives and when they try to score points because they were the 31st ranked red zone offense last year, can't do much worse than that. Hopefully they'll do better. Even if the pass rush is twice as good as advertised or perceived, even if the secondary has quality cornerback play, not house of cornerbacks play. And the safeties are just absolute world beaters, monsters, and complete line stuffers. All of those things would have to come together to give the Patriots a fighting chance against a roster that's good. But I still can't tell you what I think I'm going to see because I don't know who this team is. We just didn't see any starters. We might be saying four days from now, so smart of Belichick to rest his guys in the preseason because they knew they were going to have some heavy lifting and a thoroughly emotional affair week one on Brady returns day against the Eagles. Or we might be saying as other people, like I just came from doing a podcast with Rod Ninkovich, who we'll hear from in a few minutes. Ninko was saying, just do away with the preseason. It's an absolute waste of time. Nobody hits anymore. He's expecting a sloppy game on Sunday. I think we're going to probably see a very sloppy first half. 
and that where the Patriots may even, you know, benefit from a fumble or a pick because the Eagles didn't play their starters very much. And you mentioned the meteorological factors. I just can't tell you what I'm going to see because we didn't see very much. It was just a giant audition for jobs 50 to 53 plus the practice squad all preseason long. We'll know a hell of a lot more come Monday than we did from the end of July to September 10th. Look at you with a Jimmy Buffett reference. Nice job. Come Monday. Um, But here's the question. Is it going to be all right? uh, And the other question is. I will not ask you to be holding me tight. No. (laughs) No. Uh, Will it be moral victory Monday? Is moral victory Monday the best case scenario? Well, Andy, it's very interesting that you mention Moral Victory Monday because that is a perfect segue into <laughs> the six rings and football things, FanDuel Sportsbook, book, book, bet of the week, 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 where each and every week throughout the 2023 NFL season, yours truly, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and this guy over here, Andy Jumbo Hart, give you our bet of the week on the games we care about and cover the most, your New England Patriots. This week, Andy, according to our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. The New England Patriots hosting the Eagles kickoff 425 on the central broadcasting system with Hello Friends, the Romanator, and Tracy Wolfson, plus Tom Brady in the house, are a four-point dog. That's right. The New England Patriots are a four-point underdog, which means if if every team is basically a three-point favorite at home, that the books are telling you that the Eagles are a touchdown better than the Patriots. Now the game opened way back when the schedule came out in May at five and a half. It's been bet down to three and a half, but it seems to have now settled in at minus four with an over under of 45 points. So without knowing, because we don't cheat and like let each other know the lines or what our picks are in advance, Andy Hart, what say you, what is your FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week on Eagles at Pats? Uh, I hate to say it so emphatically, but uh, lay the hell out of those points. Um, I would lay those six and a half. I would lay it. I think the Eagles are more than a touchdown better than the Patriots. Um, I think they will win. I think they're going to control this game. Save for what you talked about, a ball whoop pops out, wet ball drill, something like that. Hopefully we're hearing you, a lot of Chris Berman. Whoop, yep. Whoop. You, you need that. You need that um, because otherwise I think, Talent wins out. You're right. There's questions. Neither team played much in the preseason. Questions, questions, questions. When there's a lot of questions, I have this silly little rule. I'd like to be the better team. I'd like to be the more talented team. I'd like to be the deeper team. And I think that's Philly. Um, So I went with a prediction on our uh, video series on weei.com of 28 to 13 Patriots in a game that may not even be that close. Wow. So Andy Hart says, lay the lumber. The house, the farm, the mortgage, the cars, and maybe even the kids. Well, since it would be uh, contradictory to the purpose of this particular segment for me to then turn around and bet the Patriots, uh, because then then people just have to be like, I like Hart's better. I want to bet with Fitzy because he's betting with his heart, even though he's going up against Hart. I'll tell you this. I was considering the Patriots. Eh, I don't know. See, I still think it's going to be moral victory Monday. I think it's going to be a hard-fought affair. I think fans will leave the stands proud of the effort put forth by the team probably a little disappointed that they couldn't get the dub in such a big game. And this is a big stage for the Eagles, new coordinators, some new team players as well, obviously on the road, lousy weather, the emotion of Tom Brady day. I would love if it's possible to tease the Patriots and the over, uh, which would then give me a chance to take the Patriots up to 10 and the over down to 39. 
But come on, a teaser is kind of a weenie bet first out. So give me the over in this game, Andy. I oh. think that I think you're looking at a final score of 27-24 Eagles, 30-27 Eagles. Patriots keep it super close. The new kid, Chad Ryland, doesn't get a chance to top Jake Elliott, who bangs home a late one. Very similar, just more points than when Tom Brady came back to take on Mac Jones two years ago. So I'll take the over in Sunday's game of 45 points, Eagles at Patriots. I like it. I uh, A, I like it because you know me. I like to be entertained, and I'd like to see some scoring. And I, I also think it would be a good thing for the Patriots to score some points out mm -hmm. of the gate, and we can start to talk about the offense getting its footing. And, well, when we face a lesser pass rush, when the O-line is healthy, I think you'll be able to build off of um, what happens if they play a game like that that's in the 20s. And they, they it's okay if they just don't measure up. But moral mm -hmm. victory Monday will be nice um, if they score some points. And you say, huh, maybe, maybe Mac Jones, Bill O'Brien, maybe there's an offense here in New England once again. So I, I like it. Yep. And, of course, don't forget the one uh, factor that we are all sort of glossing over all week long. For Philadelphia, it's a Matt Patricia revenge game. But also for the New England Patriots, Mac Jones, Kendrick Bourne, many others. It's a Matt Patricia revenge game as well. Oh, yeah. And the Eagles can be had in deep quarters and in certain parts of their secondary. So if by any chance the Patriots can hold up long enough for some of these guys to shake free, depending on the weather and the wind, maybe, just maybe, we can un we can McCorkle a couple out there and keep this competitive for four quarters and give us something compelling to talk about on the Six Rings postgame show. So there's your bet of the week right there. Andy says lay the lumber, the wood, and everything else you got on the Eagles Minus four. Give me the over. I say more than 45 points will be scored in said particular contest. All right. Good job, Andy. Now uh, for the back end of the podcast, a special treat. We get to hear from a two-time Super Bowl champion and alumnus of the New England Patriots, who unfortunately will not be there at the stadium Sunday. He has a prior promotional obligation. But after having taped an episode of his podcast, The Dan and Ninko Show, I had a chance to sit down and chat the upcoming 2023 season with two-time Super Bowl champion and beloved wearer of the number 50 jersey. Dare I say, it's one of those things, you know, Brewski to Hightower, 54 to 54. Hmm. 54 was always great. Uh, Vrabel to Ninkovich, 50 was always great. Uh, Bledsoe, 11 took some time off, and Edelman. Uh, Thornton. Into Gronk. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Maybe they should take it away from him because no one else should be wearing that number. Anyway. Coach to Gronk. Coach to Gronk to me is legit. Legit. They should have a double retirement. They should never allow anyone to wear that number again, and they should have both guys out there. I'd be for it. You would be too. That's for a different podcast in the future. But now, ladies and gentlemen, friends, to close out this episode of Six Rings in Football Things, we throw it to a chat I just had uh, with number 50, the great Rob Ninkovich. Enjoy the chat. Enjoy the game on Sunday. We'll talk to you Sunday night right after Birds at Pats on the Six Rings postgame show right here from Boston Sports Original, WEI. Take care, everyone, and thank you once again to FanDuel, our sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Take it away, me and Ninko. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Back here on Six Rings and Football Things, coming to you from the set of the Dan and Ninko Show in beautiful Merrimack, New Hampshire, speaking with, of course, two-time Super Bowl champion, legendary New England Patriot, the one and only Ninko himself, Rob Ninkovich. Ninko, uh... How are you feeling right now, period? How are you feeling right now? I feel now? awesome. Did you hear the applause, though? Did you hear the, the fanfare <laughs> with that intro? felt really good. I, 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 I want like, to pump <sighs> you up a little bit. Just for like, like that oh, crazy fan crowd. Thank you. They're Thank you for having me on. I feel great. to hear from you. I feel, I feel amazing. You know, yep. I am 39 years old, so I would say this is my last trip around the sun uh, in my 30s. I don't know how I feel about it, but, you know, I'm feeling decent. Uh, would you say you're feeling better... Overall, are you feeling better about the 2023 Patriots? Team? Overall, the the Patriot 2023 Patriots. Yeah, I am a little nervous for because of the fact that I feel that this team will go as far as their offensive line, and thus far, the offensive line has been not very dubious. Yes, yes. not uh, confidence inspiring. Right. Let me put it that way. So why do you think – I mean, look, I know Bill ha, Bill's a genius. Bill, at the same time, also has blind spots. Bill, ha, Bill can find diamonds in the rough, but Bill also is weird about succession plans. Like, mm. he can find a Malcolm Butler, a J.C. Jackson, uh, this guy, that guy, but then also, like, you know, there's no one – Hard to find a Tom Brady. Hard to find a Tom Brady. Hard to find a yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Hard to find a Rob Nickovich, Rob, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, why do you think it fe- you feel like everybody else was yelling like the O line's going to be an issue? We got to fix the O line, and then they just decided to throw quantity as opposed to quality at it. That's a good question. Uh, you know, obviously inside the building, there could be more confidence based on what they've seen right. more than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're watching practice. They do have a very big physical tackle in Trent Brown that if he plays to his potential is 
potentially the best player in the NFL as far as offensive line goes. But we've also seen moments of inconsistency, which you want specific coaches like Dante Scarnecchia that are never walking back in the building because he's retired now that was able to get the most out of each player and maximize everyone's potential. So they move on and they're trying to maximize what they have. You know, last year they draft a first round guard, which everyone's screaming, why would you do that? You know, when you could have got him in the third. Mm -hmm. So there are a few head scratching moments with the offensive line. And they will go as far as their offensive line takes them. If they can't protect Mac, well, guess what? He's in trouble. So no matter what, this year, 2023, is going to come down to can they block him up front. If they can't block him up front, I think it's going to be a long year. No matter how much progress Mac made in the offseason, no matter, matter how he and Billy O'Brien gel, his yep. creative play calling, if the offensive line doesn't get it done, they're in we've trouble. been saying the same thing on the podcast all year long. You've got to get some tackles. It's got, it only goes as far as the offensive line goes. Well, we talk about the GOAT. You talk about Tom Brady. What his Achilles heel was was pressure. You know, you look back on any big-time loss that we had, he was hit a lot mm -hmm. and hit often. So most quarterbacks are affected by that, by pressure. Now, the best teams, you look at Kansas City, when they did struggle and they did lose the Super Bowl, what did they do? They went out and they spent a ton of money at offensive line. Now they have one of the best offensive lines in the league. You got Joe Tooney that you paid a lot of money for. You got a head. You got a center that's the best in the league. Reed Humphrey is awesome. A freak. Yeah. So you know, and they threw all that money. They, they lose Orlando Brown. They pick up Juwan Taylor from Jacksonville. Yes, like they they prioritize. They protecting emphasize their protecting Patrick Mahomes. So at the end of the day, good offenses and good teams have very sound offensive lines and if they don't have a sound offensive line it's a long day for the quarterback and we've seen quarterbacks year in and year out struggle with pressure i mean you look at joe burrow guy that's been hit a lot does it comes down to it the last play of the super bowl he's getting hit if he's not getting hit he's throwing a touchdown pass and they're winning that football game so it comes down to can you protect your quarterback how much of a difference you played with him you know you you played on the same team how much of a difference can probably the most coveted free agent, if you will, in the offseason. How much of a difference can Billy O'Brien really make? I think Billy O could make a big difference. But, again, it comes down to when they're setting up. Because offense is all about the setup. So are they going to be, you know, run on first down, set up play action pass, slowing down defenses with screens, tear screens, draws, those things to where offensive lines can – you almost help your offensive line by setting the defense up to think – okay, I'm stopping the run, nope, play action pass, take a shot down the field. Those are the, the type of dynamic plays that I think Billy O can come here with. Now it comes down to execution and protecting the football. So you want Mac Jones to not throw interceptions, to protect the football. If you get down, like last year, they were able to drive the football the length of the field, but they couldn't score in the red zone. So this year, can you get in the red zone and score points rather than kick field goals? That's going to be a huge deciding factor on this is if it, this team can actually go where they want to go, do they score touchdowns instead of kick field goals? It seems like they tried to address every issue, quantity over quality in the offensive line, adding some red zone threats with Zeke, Kosicki. Maybe they shored up those things on the defense that made them opportunistic against the bad QBs, but they weren't as good against the good quarterbacks. And now they face a whale of a schedule this year. Yes. We were talking earlier, toughest schedule in the NFL. So, 
uh, outlook on the season, and who do you think runs the AFC East by January 2024? Well, I, I think there's three things that go into the Patriots season for 23. Number one, their defense. If they can be a top defense, top five, that will help them. Number two, we talked about it, the offensive line. Can they protect Mac? And number three is if the defense is a top five defense and their offensive line is better than we anticipate, number three, at the end of the day, I don't care who you are, you got to score points. So they got to put points on the board. They can't kick field goals. When you go down to the red zone three times and you, you only get a touchdown out of it you, and you only get six points out of the other two, you got to score. So this team, the deciding factor will be the defense, the offensive line, and the red zone. Protect the max, score in the red zone, don't give up the run. Do those things, we may be watching a compelling relevance. And season. the best team in the division right now, it's going to be a tough one, but it's looking like the Jets, Jets. are loaded. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bill's not coaching for his job, is he? If he wins five games, he potentially is. Woo. So Woo. we haven't seen it, so yep. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they can't, they can't be a team where it's a complete dumpster fire. That's a bad look, and they have to have success this year. All right. Uh, he is, of course, two-time Super Bowl champion, the co-host of the Dan and Ninko. He puts the Ninko in the Dan and Ninko show. That's it. People and the can beard. People follow you on the and socials. And the beard. And the, be and the beard. And the handsome. And, and the, all the intangibles. And the hair. And all, the good th all the good things. Rob Ninkovich. Rob, thanks for a couple minutes. Have a great season, bro. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.